Yo, what is up? Welcome back to the Heat Check Podcast. It is your boy Troop here. And it's your boy Woo. And we are glad to make our great return. I know you guys probably thought the Heat Check Podcast was dead, but contrary to popular belief, we are bringing it back. Obviously, me and Payne have still been following basketball and football very religiously. So with the NFL season upon us, obviously we were due to make a return. So we are going to be bringing you guys our NFL season-long predictions over these next few episodes. Um, we're going to be having it split up by East and West. And, um, yeah, you want to give a little more pain? Yeah, yeah. And um, so we're going to have four podcasts uh, split up um, between the East and the West, like Chandler said. Um, but we're also going to – with the North and the South as well. But we're going to have two podcasts per episode um, for a total of four podcasts. And then we'll also have uh, deeper thoughts in addition to that. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's good to be back. Glad to be back. Um, ready to talk some sports and some ball with my boy, Choup, man. Yeah, it's definitely good to be back. I'm going to be giving you guys our NFL predictions, which I think is a sport we know best. So hopefully we're able to give you guys some good good insight on the league and you guys are able to actually appreciate these picks. So let's start us off with the NFC East, Whoop. Okay, with the NFC East, I have the Eagles going 14-3. and um, Last year, obviously, they made it to the, to the Super Bowl. Had a really inspiring season um, led by Jalen Hurts, who a lot of people at the beginning of the season did not expect him to, you know, had – have the season he ended up having. Um, Devontae Smith, who is personally one of my favorite players in the league, um, probably a top five wide receiver for me. I, I absolutely love him. Um, love him since his Alabama days. Uh, him paired with A.J. Brown, who's the wide receiver one on that team. Um, I expect him to do big things, um, obviously, with him going 14-3. and three. And uh, and next I have the Cowboys going 13-4, and four. Um, and then followed by the Giants at 9-8 and eight and the Commanders 7-10. and 10. Um, but Chu, what do you have? Yeah, it's actually really funny. Payne, this, uh, he shared his schedule. We actually, <laughs> yeah. funny enough, had the exact same predictions for this division. We both have Eagles 14 and three, Cowboys 13 and four, Giants nine and eight, Commanders seven and 10. Um, it's kind of a repeat of last year if you yeah. look at it. The Eagles have a very tough schedule, but knowing what we know about this team now, obviously if you're a longtime listener, you know I am a Eagles fan. So for the new guys, I will have a teensy bit of bias, but I think it's safe to say we have one of the best defenses in football, and our offense has obviously proved to be legit with Jalen Hurts, you know, really bursting onto the scene last year, which, like Payne said, no one really expected. Um, so regardless of us having a tough schedule, I think 13 to 14 wins is very, very doable for this team, and they're not going to have a Super Bowl hangover. Now as we move to the second-place team, a team that I despise, obviously, this Cowboys team I think is actually going to be legit. And legit as in the regular season. This yeah. team will never be a legit playoff team until I see them win a game in the playoffs, which hasn't happened today a very long time. Um, well, they did beat the Bucs last year, but we're not going to really count that because yeah. they got destroyed by the Niners right after. But I do believe this Cowboys defense is pretty solid. And the real reason they haven't been able to succeed in the past is because of quarterback health or really just quarterback performance. If you look at, you know, Dak being hurt, not being able to get it done in the big moments. And then you pass along even years prior with Tony Romo. He had the same issue. So I think this Cowboys team, if they can stay healthy, big if, they will obviously be threatening this Eagles, and they will be the big one and two going back and forth all year. Um, what do you think on the Cowboys? Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said earlier, I have them going 13-4 um, as is Chandler. And the main reason for that is – and I think there's a lot of validity to the statement Chandler was saying about them not being a serious uh, playoff team and more so a regular season team. And I think that's even going to be more – more so reinforced this season with how easy their schedule is. Um, I mean, I, 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 off the top of my head, I don't know exactly who they play, but um, I have them splitting with the Eagles, which will be, you know, a big key win for them. But other than that, I don't really see many teams challenging them. And then, but, but the, the biggest, the biggest thing I, um, that scares me about the Cowboys is I don't have much faith in Dak. 
to lead them like you know really far in the playoffs. But I do I do like Tony Pollard a lot. They have Brandon Cooks, which is a really nice sign. Um, CD Lamb's a dog. Uh, but my the biggest the biggest what if is can it, Dak can Dak take them that far? And, you know. And I think it definitely shows that the Cowboys are giving Dak. This is kind of his make or break year to show what he can be because I mean getting Trey Lance obviously isn't a big signing, but it is a little bit of a a shot at Dak to show that, hey, your job is not guaranteed. And I, I think the Cowboys are going to be a great regular season team. Like I said, we both had them going 13-4. and four. But for them to be a legit playoff team, i got to see it to believe it. And that's not just my bias saying that. I feel like that's a, a sound um, ranking of their team. Moving on to the third in the NFC East, this is probably a little bit closer than we have it. But I think the Giants being 9-8 and eight is a pretty common opinion. They might – getting 10 wins with that would be very impressive with that team. Uh, Daniel Jones – some people are very high on him. I am not. Until he can prove himself to be an elite passer and the Giants can actually give him some good weapons, I don't believe that they're going to be able to truly succeed to what they want. Yeah, yeah. I I, see, I can see that. I, I probably agree with you more than I disagree. Um, Daniel Jones, he's a guy who's definitely been progressing over the past couple of seasons. He had a nice bounce back season this past year. I think he's only going to grow in the, this season, mm-hmm. but I do have them going 9-8. and eight. Um, That's due to also having a somewhat difficult schedule. I would agree. And uh, – and they also don't really have all the right weapons yet in, in the wide receiving court, but Saquon Barkley is going to be a dog. Yeah, um, Saquon does so. his job. Their offense is, you know, this team is built or should be playing gritty defensive games where their offense can, you know, run the ball yeah. and score, kind of like how the Browns play. But right. they do not have a good enough defense for that at all. No. And so they've, they're forced to play high-scoring games, and I just don't think their offense is the firepower to be able to compete with some of these great offenses, especially in their own division with the Cowboys and the Eagles hanging over their head very highly yeah so until until they can address the defensive side of the ball and give daniel jones some adequate weapons i don't see this team being able to get double digit wins i completely agree so moving on to the final team the pathetic washington commanders who are recently signed by their <laughs> stupid or recently sold by their stupid owner daniel snyder um yeah yeah i think this commander's team doesn't obviously have much to play for when you have sam howell coming in as your starting quarterback it's like you're just you're preparing for the future you want to see what guys are actually going to be staying on the team so you can't expect much from this team. They're they're probably a gritty seven win team, maybe six. That's where me and Payne both had them at seven and ten. Yeah. But I don't think you can really be expecting too much from this Commanders team. They obviously have promise for the future, but sure. this year is definitely a growth year, and they're not going to be expecting more than that. For sure. I mean, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. They're they're a team that are in the developmental stages um, of their of their franchise or what they want to become a franchise. A lot of people have a lot of belief in Sam Howell. I'm not really bought in from what I've seen in college. Um, or what I saw from him in college, um, but I could be wrong. Um, I mean, only time I will think, tell. I think the commanders are very, or the commander fans, I should yeah. say, are very high on Sam Howell purely because of the Taylor Heineke effect. Yeah. Like, oh, this long, or the Kirk Cousins effect, you could even say better yeah. terms. Oh, the long-standing backup for us. Oh, look at him now. He's our starter. He's doing great. Uh, the, the only it, thing, it only works so many times, commanders fans. I don't know if Sam Howell yeah. is going to be emerging and just be a beast. So. The only point I'll make to that is the fact that, like, Let's say Sam Howell does hit, and he and he is the guy that Commanders fans and a lot of and a lot of NFL fans expect him to end up being with like his ceiling, um, compared to like quarterbacks they've had in the past. Um, if they do have a gym in Sam Howell, I mean things could really take off from there, and maybe not maybe not this year, but like 
the year after because Jahan Dotson's on the rise. He's a great player. I love Jahan Dotson. They have Terry McLaurin. They have a nice wide receiver. They have a nice wide receiving um, court. Their front four on defense is really good. I mean, last year they finished weeks 10 through 18, 13th in offense and third in defense. So and that, they also spoiled the 7-0 Eagles last year. Right, and and that's that's led by quarterbacks who are, you know, mid at best. And so if and we, Sam Howell does hit and he does have the ceiling – um, or he is the type of player that can reach the ceiling that a lot of people expect him to have. Um, I mean, you, they're going to be a team that, you know, could really could really progress a lot quicker than you'd think. Mm-hmm. And now just before we move to the AFC East, I want to go over one thing about all the NFC East teams, coaching. We didn't bring this up for the earlier teams. Obviously, I think yeah. Nick Sirianni has proven himself as a great coach. Yeah. Mike McCarthy, questionable past in the playoffs, but, you know, he does have that ring. He's consistent. He's won before. He knows how to, right. he knows how to build a championship team at least once. Right. Um Brian Dable, I think he I, – I don't actually really know how to feel about him. He's obviously made some improvements with the Giants. The guy even won a coach of the year, which yeah. I thought was quite comedic. Um, but nonetheless, he's made improvements. So this will be a good year to see what he truly is made of. Right. But the guy, the reason I brought up all the other coaches, I think Ron Rivera is going to be seeing Sayonara this year. <laughs> I don't think it's – like you said, they have very promising yeah. young talent that could be something in the future. But I think Ron Rivera, although I love Riverboat Ron, he's a great guy. I think he's kind of lost his touch. And you can you can kind of see with how he talks about some of the players, some of his reaction to interviews. Yeah. It just he's not the same Ron that he was with the Panthers. Yeah. And so I feel like for the if the commanders want to take that next step, like you were talking about, I think a new coach is in order. It might not happen midseason, but out of all the coaches we named, usually if you're the last place coach more multiple years in a row, you're getting the boot. And I feel like it's almost due time for Ron to be seen his way out of DC. Yeah, I I, I honestly think that's a that's a valid take. And I think a in part is because of the the lack of quarterback play that they've had, and that always mm-hmm. is going to fall on the coach. But I also don't think that he's a great offensive minded coach personally. Um, um, I think he's a I think his scheme defensively, and he, he's a great defensive mind. But I think on I don't know he's not for me from what I've seen in the past he hasn't really been able to connect the dots, and that could be a lack of talent. Um, um, and there might be a, like a correlation yeah, you can, there. You, but, if, you, if the but, Commanders really want someone to blame besides their terrible owner. Yeah. They can blame Carson Wentz for robbing right. him. Right. Um, as an Eagles fan, like I said, I know how evil this man is. Yeah. It's not Carson Wentz's fault, but he just sucks. So yeah. that kind of screwed the commanders for a few yeah. years by making that terrible deal. Right, right. <laughs> so let's move on to the AFC East where there will be no bias from me. <laughs> but, no, this is definitely a division, I think. Me and Payne, we have similar mindsets, but there are definitely some things we disagree about. And I think this will be a very competitive division. So I'm excited to talk about it. Whoop, I'll let you go first. Okay, so I have the Bills going 13-4. and four. Um, I mean, you know what we're getting with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. That duo is, you know, a top three duo in the league as far as quarterback wide receivers go. Um, I have, uh, you know, also thinking about uh, Gabe Davis. Uh, they, they recently signed um, – what's his name? Um, he came from the – they have Damian Harris now in the backfield. Uh, they, don't, they no longer have Zach Moss, correct? Mm-hmm. I think he's gone. Von Miller um, also suspended, which is a, right. a new thing for the first four or six weeks, I, I believe. Right, right. Um, they uh, who else? They, they they no longer have Isaiah McKenzie, so they've lost a couple of guys, but they've also brought in some guys. But nevertheless, their defense was top tier last year, mm-hmm. um, and their offense is, is it, they're always going to be dangerous when you have Stephon and, and Josh Allen. So I have them going thirteen and four at the top of this uh, division. Yeah, just, just to piggyback on that real quick yeah. before you move on. I also have them 13 and four, which I, you know, I said we had differences. This, this one is similar, but I think like Payne said, he hit, he hit, he said everything perfectly. The, this offense is too highly talented for them to ever be bad. Right. And their defense, even though, like I said, they won't have bomb for the first few weeks, that won't matter enough because 
they have too many they, playmakers. They, they, can, they can play in the ground and pound games. They can also play the high scoring games against teams like the Chiefs. So and Sean McDermott, unlike Ron Rivera, sorry about the stray, but he he is an elite coach in my opinion. He's mm-hmm. a, I think he's a top three, top four coach in the league. In, he's um, definitely proven that of these last few yeah, years. Yeah. Moving on to these my second place team, I have the Miami Dolphins going eleven and six and having that edge over the the everyone's beloved New York Jets, apparently. Yeah. Um, this Dolphins team has a lot of question marks, I'm going to be honest. Their defense was good last year, but not great. And people are, you know, suggesting that there might be a fall off in that. Also, you know, we talked about quarterbacks being healthy. That that really makes your team, as we saw, we discussed with the Cowboys. The Cow- I think the Dolphins are in a very, very similar situation with Tua. Last year, Tua looked amazing up until that Bengals game, and then he gets that disgusting concussion, and he just never was the same after that. He wasn't able to, you know, do anything. And I think if Tua can stay healthy – this offense is very highly powered with Waddle and Tyreek Hill. I expect great things from them. They do have a tough schedule. Obviously, when you have to play the Jets, yeah. the Bills four times communally together, that is going to be tough no matter the way. And even yeah. if the Patriots do suck, which they will, that's still a tough two wins. So nonetheless, I think the Dolphins, 11-6 and six would be a big success for them, make them a playoff team, borderline. Yeah. And, yeah, I think I had them given the slight edge to the Jets, but I'll, I'll let Payne pitch his uh, – his other side. I have if this tells you about how how good I think this division is going to be. I have the Dolphins going to eleven six, but I have them finish, finishing third. And kind of to add to what Chandler was saying, I think the the biggest thing for me is you're missing Tua last year um, for for some big games, for some key games to build continuity and to continue you know rising. And that that hurt them. That hurt their offense. And but when they're, this offense is fully healthy with Waddle and Hill and Tua all in sync, they're a top five offense in the league. And that is why I have them going eleven and six. But I am concerned about their defense because, like the first the first ten weeks last year, they were twenty first. The, the last ten, they finished twenty fifth in defense. But but I, I expect I expect them to be about the same defensively. But the biggest thing for me is I think getting Tua back and expecting him to stay healthy. Um, week to week will be will be I think the offense will just be a little bit too much um, for them for me to think they're only going to go like nine and eight or something like that I think that'll put them over the edge for being like a uh, for being a legit playoff team yeah they will definitely be a very interesting team they have like like Payne mentioned they do have a tough schedule so that will be it'll prove week to week moving on to another team that I think has probably been talked about more than any other team in football for obvious reasons it's the hard knocks team it is the New York Jets They have their beloved Aaron Rodgers. Everyone and their mom loves Sauce Gardner. Yeah. And, believe, and don't get me wrong, this team does seem quite likable. They got Quinn and Williams. I mean, they're they're a fun team to root for. They have a high-powered, a low-key high-powered defense with a bunch of good young guys, like I mentioned. And then on the other side of the ball, you have Garrett Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, Aaron brings in his two homeboys, Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb who somehow Randall Cobb is only 32 and it feels like he's 50 years I know, old. That is wild. <laughs> that is a crazy, that's crazy. Dude. But yeah, I mean, it, it just shows you that was, I mean, um, Rogers gets there and he, he brings yeah. in his boys, he gets his group in there. And I, there've been a ton of comparisons. You've probably heard it from any single analyst is this Jets team is going to be like the Broncos. They're going to, it's going to be Russell Wilson coming in and nothing's going to be the same. Yeah. And, it, and it's funny that people make those comparisons. Obviously I think due in part because Nathaniel Hackett, Rodgers' beloved offensive coordinator when he was on the Packers, and obviously he failed with the Broncos and Russ, is now coming to be his OC with the Jets. I think that bodes well for Rodgers, and it's going to be interesting to see. This Jets team, I, I had them 11-6, and six, very like I said, similar to the Dolphins, but one below. Are they going to be able to win these? They have a tough, tough schedule. 
Yes, yeah. this, this AFC East is not easy. We've talked about that. And I think the Jets are going to be a fun regular season team. I think they're going to be average, but they're not a real playoff contender. I need to see I need to see this team yeah. actually have Mike Payne loves to say continuity. I need to see some <laughs> real connection from this team. And I'm not going to be enamored by some silly TV clips just to think that they're like, oh, Super Bowl Jets, this Jets seems legit. When is the last time the Jets won a playoff game? I'm actually going to look that up right now. <laughs> that's, that's I, I have question. no clue. Um, and it is definitely – Mark Sechant. Mark Sechant. Yeah, but fumble era. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, Payne, you give your, you okay. give your two cents on Okay, so what I was going to say was um, with the Jets, they're, they're definitely there's – de- there's obviously a lot of hype around them, and, for, and I think for good reason. I mean, at this point they're probably overhyped with the – with the you know with the paparazzi around Rodgers and that sort of thing, but when it, but I say good reason because I mean Rodgers in my opinion is still a top ten quarterback in the league, and I think in quarterback is the most important position in the league. And you're going from you're going from Zach Wilson who 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 else threw for him Joe Flacco those guys last year, to to Aaron Rodgers when you have a supporting cast as good as the Jets do, I think I think they're going to be really. I mean they went seven and ten and their offense was the thirty first best offense last year. Their defense is legit. That, that is a fact. Yes, we yes. have to. We ha- cannot ignore that. Exactly. Garrett Wilson with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Garrett Wilson's going to be unlocked. He's he is a he's, stud. He's, and he literally won Offensive Rookie of the Year last year. It's just it's just there's going to be so many things that are going to work. Wait, so wait, did I miss? Was it a lot? Did I misspeak? Um, that's a good question. I think it was. No, I think it was Garrett. Now we have to look it this may up. be a sorry lot to cut you off. Now, now we have to look this up again. I'm not sure, but anyway, anyway, what I was saying was, is there going to be so many things that are? It's like a, it's, it's almost like a puzzle. It's going to fall. It into was place. Garrett Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was Garrett. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think Rodgers is going to unlock him truly. And, and, and the biggest thing is 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 how complimentary like the running game is going to be too. Bringing in Dalvin Cook, who I again don't think is washed, and I, I and I and I think it's, a veteran back. Yeah, he's a veteran back, but it's going to work. Whoop has bias. He's an FSU fan. I am. <laughs> I am. But he's not. He's going to be a perfect. I hate to use this word again, but perfect compliment to Brees Hall, which in turn is going to be a perfect compliment to the passing game. And then you already have a great defense. I think I have them going 11 and six like Chandler. I think they're um, probably them and the Dolphins are the two best 11 and six teams in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. They're, they're legit. They, they both are going to be legit. They're going um, to be legit. And they're going to be competing for that second spot because I think me and Payne, we, we said it pretty well. The bills are going to be unstoppable. So they're kind of both fighting for second place here. Um, and just a, that fun fact I mentioned the last time the Jets won a playoff game, it was 2010, so 13 years ago. Um, I'm all in for Jeez. the Jets being a great regular season team and, you know, being a legit team. But to be a legit playoff team, I don't know if I can say that yet until I actually see it. So it's definitely going to be fun I, I, I definitely think they have the talent. They have the tools. And I think they'll end up – and I like Mo Salah a lot. I think they're a team that can definitely make a deep playoff run. Um, you just call them Mo. Not Mo, uh, Robert. Robert Salah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking of the. <laughs> my bad. I was thinking of the uh, the soccer player Mo Salah. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, Robert Salah. Who's a football guy? Huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. But no, wait, I I, yeah. I think Robert Salah is a great coach. But like him and Mike McDaniel are both in very similar situations. Both are young coaches, and Sean McDermott's the guy, the proven guy in this division. He's the one who's gonna unless the Bills somehow fall off a cliff, which could happen. Yeah. Uh, I think this is. We didn't mention this about the Bills. I think this is the Josh Allen MVP year. I think that that pushes them over the top. I agree. I think it's Josh um, Allen MVP too. But yeah, Mike McDaniel and Robert Sala are both also great young coaches that have a lot to prove with their two young teams. And I think you it's mix, gonna be fun to watch them compete. You mix great you make you mix great coaches with great talent. It's hard for it not to end up working out. Eventually. And, and, and working out yeah, exactly. Like I Speak, mean oh yeah. Large sample size, you know, 
thinking logically. You think, you know, you'd expect this to work, you know? And so. speaking of great coaches, to wrap up this division, we have the boo-boo New England Patriots. It actually brings me great joy to see this team finally fall from grace um, because they have drafted so incredibly terribly. Yeah. Um, Mac Jones, I, I give Mac Jones a terrible rep. I mean, he was a great college quarterback, obviously. But this past year, everyone has hated on him. For I mean, obviously he was injured, yeah. but just for that terrible performance. In I'm going to give Mac Jones one pass. One pass because I did rip on him a ton last year. Matt Patricia was his offensive coordinator. So if there's one thing that the Patriots can look forward to, their defense is always going to be good, but their offense was so horrendous. At least they can only go up because they got rid exactly. of the worst OC in all of football. Exactly. So good for them on that, but they're still going to be 6-11, maybe 7-10 and 10 if they are lucky. Because we've already said, I don't want to beat the dead horse. This is a tough division. They have a tough schedule. The Patriots are not going to be able to compete when the Jets, Dolphins, and – Bills all hang over their head like this. There's just yeah. no way at this. They're too young. Their offense is has no weapons. I mean, they couldn't throw the ball 25 yards if their life depended on it. They are literally like a – they're like Navy out there. It's like watching the triple option sometimes if they don't have Mac Jones in there. Who do they have and Juju? they cut Bailey Zappi, so they're, they're not going to have their fun backup anymore. So Their wide receiver one's going to be uh, Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster, I yeah. think. Yeah, and then they have uh, – do they have uh, Stephon Gilmer? Uh, or he just went to the Panthers. Yeah, Stephon's right. gone. Yeah, but this team is just—I—I I don't They're, have any hope in them. The only reason I have them going, eight, and I think Bill is going to be a sad man. Yeah, yeah. The only reason I have them going eight and nine is one, the, the man you just mentioned, Bill Belichick. I just—it's I, like almost like the Mike Tomlin type thing. Like, and, that is fair. And arguably, like you know, um, Mike Tomlin's been, had better teams than like what, like whenever he's like been expected to go around like eight or nine, or there's been. Him, his team's going uh, – were in question for going 500, I think, compared to Bill Belichick's team this year. Mm-hmm. Um, those teams have been better. But I still think Bill Belichick will find a way to make it work. Um, and I think this defense are, has potential to be like a top-five defense in the league. Just their offenses might be might be just the worst. Slight glaze, but I can – I don't hate their it. Defense they, they have really a legit, legit. defense. Yeah. Um, but when I say worst offense in the league – I might not. The only worst offense I can think of off the top of my head is the Panthers because they have the worst O line in football. The Cardinals won't be good either. Oh yeah, the Cardinals too. The Cardinals uh, are going to be trash. All right, so we're, we're going to go bottom five offensive. They'll, football. Be, they'll be bottom five, and uh, it's up to Macaroni Jones to actually turn around his trajectory of his career because right now he's looking like a Trey Lance. He's trash, uh, and it, it is looking grim for him. So, you know, I don't think there's much more to say about this Patriots. Yeah. Uh, we kind of hit the nail on the head. Bills one, I have Dolphins two, Jets three. And then obviously Patriots coming in the last. And anything else to say about this division? Um, no, I think I mean we pretty much hit everything. Bill, the only the biggest thing is going to be who's going to finish two or three between the Jets and the Dolphins, and like what and it, whether or not both of those teams are going to make the playoffs or not. I think I, I, I only expect think one, both of them to. Yeah, I, I know you can only expect probably one. But yeah, true. Yeah, just true. being realistic, true. With how you know the schedules will go, yeah. so it's definitely going to be interesting to see which one of those teams gets in. And it, yeah, I mean it would be crazy if both did, but I. One, they're going to be cutting each other out, so yeah. it'll be it'll be fun to see that battle. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm very excited to watch the AFCs. Obviously, you know, get to watch my my Eagles run the table for Ho- sure. Hopefully, hopefully. Out of, out of these two divisions, which team outside of the Eagles, obviously, are you um, most excited to watch? I'm going to go with the Dolphins, um, just purely because I want to see Tua healthy, and I think that team can. I think the Dolphins have the highest variability out of all these teams. They can either be really really yeah. good, or they could actually be really bad. I think. The Jets actually will be, you know, quite, you know, they'll they'll be eleven and six or ten and five. I think Dolphins have a higher ceiling. I think the Dolphins the could go up to 
12, 13 wins in a crazy world, but 12 wins, they could also go as low as eight or nine. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that team. That's definitely my most hyped watch. For me, for me, it's, I mean, it's between the Jets or the Dolphins, um, honestly, and it's probably the Jets just because I'm, I'm a, I'm a huge Garrett Wilson believer. And I just want to see, I just want to see how it's all going to work out. Just going from Rodgers on a new team, Zach man. Wilson and Joe Flacco to Aaron Rodgers. I just think that's a huge like. Hey, don't don't huge... forget about Mike White. Don't forget about Mike. White. Oh yeah, true, true. My bad, my bad. <laughs> but uh, that's just a huge like change in value at the most important position. It's hard for me not to think that the Jets aren't going to be like really good, especially when they've had when they have talent on both sides. It's just I don't know. I think he's going to be like the last puzzle piece, and I'm I'm excited to see if it's going to work or not. So all right, well we are going to take a quick break. And then we will be back with Deeper Thoughts.